Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I am your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 81 with my friend, Betty. Hi, guys. Happy Monday, if you're listening to this on release day. Otherwise, happy day. Uh, I'm so excited for you to hear this, especially, especially for you local listeners, because you are going to know who Betty is. She is a staple in the community and has been at a local watering hole for the last 22 years. Uh, at, at the first place of what is now like a restaurant empire. And of course, I'm talking about union joints. And I, I mean, I'm just going to let her get into it because this is somebody you will want to listen to uh, trade stories with and just, you know, talk shit with. It's, it's, it's a great time with Betty. So without further ado, here is my friend, Betty. You and I have lots in common. Request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? Yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> no, it's well. How do how do I want to dive into this? I, I'm just thinking because, I mean, I start typically with how I know people. Okay. And I was thinking about that a lot because, I think we met, at a party behind, like in the neighborhood behind the union like 16 years ago <laughs> Up, like at 40 buffalo sure like the house right behind the union yes i feel like i definitely met you at the union somewhere some way yeah <laughs> yeah almost two decades ago yeah uh yeah so the funny thing to me about that is <clears throat> knowing you now i definitely didn't know you had kids at the time oh right <laughs> um you were part of a duo of Betty and Kimber. Yeah. That's like just how I knew you guys. Right. <laughs> and uh, and then I, I felt like I was, this is this is why I was nervous for today. <laughs> I always felt like I was on the outskirts of, of this group of people I wanted to hang out with. Oh. Uh, so like when like Chris Haig would have parties and stuff, there'd always be these, all these union people. And I was like, like it felt like this, because you guys all work together. I mean, and I've worked in some restaurants. Were we restaurants clicky? Where, um, I don't think clicky. I mean, every group's got like pretentious people in it, but right. I, I think it, it was just like y'all. You all had your your own shit, you know. You had your little jokes. You had your, you all. Yeah. You all work together. You're yeah. All, anytime you work at a restaurant with somebody, you're like oh in God. the trenches together. Yeah, right? you're uh, your family. There's yeah. no boundaries. And I'm sure that's even like deepened at, at places like the right. end. <laughs> so <laughs> when people stay for 22 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is even earlier in that stint. So right. Yeah, it was the beginning. The beginning of the. Yeah. Not the end. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's why I always had so many events there and stuff in the basement. And But hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so crazy that you're in my house. Um, I agree. It's just funny. And yeah, I want to, I'll jump back in time. I mean, obviously you live in Clarkston. Or, I live in or, Ortonville. Well, you live in, yeah. But you, okay, I'm going to jump back then. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Ortonville. Okay. I live in my grandparents' house next to my parents' house. Oh, that's cool. So I live where my dad grew up so next to where I grew up. Three generations on yep. that property then. Yep. That's, that's cool. the only way I can afford to live on a lake. I'm <laughs> grandfathered in. What lake do you live on? Bald Eagle. Okay. My so. in-laws live on Big Fish Lake. Oh, okay. I was like, there's only a couple up there. There's, so yeah. It's got to be one of them. Right. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah. So you grew up there, went to Brandon. Yep. How's childhood? Do you have any siblings? Yes, there's four of us. What? Yep. It's the things I don't know. I know, right? Are so, you? What? Are, yeah. I'm number two. Okay. So it's boy, girl, boy, girl. Okay. I have my older brother, Kevin, my younger brother, Seth, who lives across the street now, and my little sister, Colleen, who lives in Holland. How far apart are you guys? Uh, me and Kevin are a year and a half, and then I think it's five and six years for Colleen and Seth. Okay. So they kind of had a whole separate childhood that yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, they talk about the neighborhood, and I talk, like, we grew up in totally different well, five realms years, of life. Well, five years, get to that realm where you guys are never in school together. Yeah, no, they were just annoying. I had to babysit them or pick them up, or I just really just tried to stay away. Responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to share a room with my sister. It was horrible. Oh, the sister five years younger? Yeah. How was that? I was yeah. creepy. I'd walk in, and she'd be like, I'm probably, like, stoned and drunk, and she's sitting there with, like, all her dolls playing, like, holding court, you know? <laughs> she was very imaginative when she was little. I'd walk in. I'm like, oh, my God. I'd, like, knock them all down so they're not staring at me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this dolls is are creepy. creepy. They're so creepy. Happy October. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dolls are super creepy. Uh -huh. um, 
so what what else is your childhood like i mean growing up in ortonville i i've my own preconceived notions based on like my wife's experience and everyone else i know <laughs> right well um just you know i played soccer i played some basketball i was a goalie <laughs> you know they're a little screwy so yeah how'd you I, get into sports um i just started playing my i remember my mom signed me up when i was like four and I just started, I always wanted to be, I was a tomboy. I always wanted to beat my brother at everything. Yeah. And he would just beat me up if I did. Well, so. being that close in age, I imagine. Yeah. You guys had a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he is like, he's like Rodney Dangerfield. Like, he is the most, like, unfiltered. No yeah, yeah, he gets no respect. <laughs> unfiltered. And, like, if I was at a party in high school, I'd be like, shit, Kevin's here. And me and my friends would have to try to sneak out because if he was drinking, it would be like, he was so into like WWF wrestling and stuff. And I was like Just a punching bag. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. be like in a fucking DTT, D, whatever it is, full Nelson. <laughs> And he'd be drunk, like, just throwing me around. I'd be looking at people, help. And everyone's like, ah, oh, it's like brother, sister, it's fine. I'm like, is this fucking like hurting me. Age? Yeah, yeah. So I would, if he got there, I'd get out. Like, I got to go. How often do you find yourself at the same party as your brother? I mean, a lot. It's a small town. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where's the field party of the night? There wasn't, like, choices. The few times I went to yeah. Hortonville <laughs> while I grew up in Clarkston was during, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a field party, party yeah. <laughs> a cornfield, a, a back funny. 40 of somebody's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. Parents are at the boat bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my parents are too. They would never go to the boat bar. They're too cheap. <laughs> too cheap for the boat bar. Yeah. Is a, I, think I that... mean, a dirty 30 was only like $18.99. That's fair. Bush Light. <laughs> he's moved on now, though. He's, he's into his whiskey and better beers well, now. That's good. So I should hope he's so. Refi I'm he's sure refined you, his taste. Yeah, I'm sure you bring a lot of experience back home. Right. Uh, what, yeah. What does that look like with your parents growing up? Uh, it's good my dad worked a lot he was a bellman he um michigan bell so okay that, was like that was, at a hotel? i know i know <laughs> like a bellhop i know so it was like michigan bells before ameritech so oh my god and i, no I talk knows like an 80 year old woman all the time well i always call it the ameritech building still in troy uh -huh. uh, that's the building that like when you pass it it looks completely flat for a second right because of how it's designed um, and everyone's like, what the hell are you, what talking, are you talking about? Because when was the last time they were around? I don't know. I still know. say Michigan Bell. I don't know why. Because <laughs> your dad worked for it. My dad did. And then, you know, the Beastie Boys always go, my bell. Oh, yeah. And I like that. It's <laughs> a good reference. <laughs> right? So uh, he worked a lot. You know, he was he's kind of cool. He never graduated high school. Oh. And he just raised this family of four kids on a lake and made it work. Like, you can't do that anymore, hardly. Yeah. What about well, now mom? you can, I think. Now it's like making a switch where. Yeah. But you'd have to be more of an entrepreneur. No one's going to hire you in. And yeah, I imagine you'd have to have this day and age a pretty healthy income to live on a lake and have oh four kids. Oh my god! <laughs> right? I could barely afford the two. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, they're ridiculous. That's the one of the like biggest reasons I'm not sure about having. A <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, even like my mom even says like I don't know how you guys do it. I had we would have never been able to make it with four kids between cell phones, yeah. sports. Like I got to play sports all the time, but it was like you know thirty bucks, fifty bucks. Yeah. Like when I was a senior, I think they started that pay to play. Okay. My parents were pissed, and yeah. it was like fifty dollars. Now uh... it's like two hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law played hockey when he was a kid. Oh god, and he's in his thirties now. And my my mother-in-law still was like, "Oh, that damn hockey!" Because it's so expensive. It's crazy. My cousins all played hockey, and uh, they like, like my uncle ended up coaching. My aunt worked there because they had six boys, so they were like the epitome of a hockey family. She used to like <laughs> she's a sewer. She'd make these big bags yeah. that would fit all the pads. Yeah. She used to make me bags for Girl Scouts, so it would. It was like the hockey bag, but it was like fit my fit sleeping cookies. bag and everything oh, okay. in there to go camping. Like, for some reason, I was like, oh, cookies? for cookies, of course. Of course, I need lots of cookies <laughs> to carry around. Actually, my cousin, he uh, he's a scout for Tampa Bay now. Oh, nice. So uh, I think on Monday or Tuesday, he gets the Stanley Cup where I'm going to try to go get pictures taken with it and hang That's out with cool, him. That's cool, yeah. He came over. I got to rid of the ring. Is it heavy? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> It's yeah, funny because we're all like, this is ridiculous. How could you wear it? And everybody's like, well, it's a trophy. Yeah. Like, And I'm like, oh, 
Like here, I'm like thinking yeah. practical. Like, well, like yeah. how could you ever wear this? Like, I'd be pissed. Well, I'd then want... you see the people that do. Yeah, and you're but like, you see like Sha- Shaquille O'Neal will be like, it doesn't. Even but look it like doesn't a big even ring. look that big. <laughs> like, yeah, I have a picture. It's my whole finger. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, what's your mom doing while you guys are growing up? Um, she's a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And then like as the so that's it. that's more than a full-time job. Oh my kids. god, for four kids? Are you kidding me? And uh, as we got older, like. When the little ones got older, she started cleaning houses with the neighbor lady and stuff. Yeah. So, and then she got a job at Premier Pediatrics in Clarkston. Okay. What does you said you and your brother end up at parties together yeah. in high school and stuff? What I mean, what does high school look like growing up? And... Um, you know, I just skated by. I did what I had to do. I was very active. I played lots of sports. I was usually a captain. I was in student council. Yeah. Uh, officer class and like the class. I partied a lot, a lot. Was college anywhere on the no. radar? Okay. No, I got like a fucking full ride scholarship from soccer and I didn't even think wow. about it. I know. I'm. It's embarrassing yeah. to think. I graduated of now. with a one point nine and definitely I didn't mean, get offered any scholarships. I like. So. I mean, I don't even know at the end if they would have even took me because I didn't do anything for it or yeah. anything. But it was like a thing. It was a thing that I look back and go, "What the fuck." Yeah. Why didn't anybody like smash me upside the head? But I, yeah, I was not into it. They were it. partying too, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just, I didn't, I wanted to travel. I wanted to go to like California. I was just going to go somewhere. So what happens when you graduate? Um, I tried to go to OCC like I'm supposed to. I moved out. I moved into this like flop house that was like right next to the high school. Okay. Like the cops called it like the cocaine house because I think someone there was with cocaine. We didn't really, we weren't into cocaine. We just smoked a lot of weed and yeah. did like acid. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was like a, just a big party house and just worked and started waitressing. And I tried to go to school and then I kept dropping out. Yeah. Like, you know, night classes are freaking stupid. You pull is... in to OCC and be like, I can't find a parking spot. I'm just going to leave. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So you, you live in this house. You're just partying. Yep. yep. What's life look like after that or during that? Um, <laughs> yeah. It was and it was like a bunch. There was like some people from Clarkston that lived there. They were fun. It was just weird. It was super. It was very eye opening because yeah. the people from Clarkston were like people I didn't know, and it was like, hey, this girl's like, hey, I'm gonna move in with my boyfriend, and then my other best friend needs a place to live. And I first time I met her, she had like a tether on her foot. She was like on probation because she beat the shit out of somebody. She was like an ex stripper. So you're running with a good crowd. Yeah, she was like an ex stripper, and she was just like crazy. Best friends were these like gay guys that were like so queeny that I couldn't even like. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I was sign me up, sign me up. Yeah, they would like they took me to gay bars. Well, what would happen is like I'd get hammered or do acid, and they'd be like, come with us, and I'd be like, I can't change my clothes right now, and they would like do my makeup and just take me out and tell me I'm like, I had like a fake name. I don't remember what it was. That's really funny. I was like, I don't know if it was Simone, but I think that was somebody else's name. I just liked it. How it was long like, were you in that house? It was at least a year. At least. Yeah. That's when I started dating Ryan when I was at that house. Then I moved into an apartment in Utica, which was dumb. Like, yeah. What's in Utica? What so. took you to Utica? Uh, Ryan worked out that way. We're like, okay. yeah, let's get an apartment together and play house. And I was like going to school. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like by like OCC. Yeah. So it was dumb. So you guys are dating. We're living dating. in Utica. Yep. Yep. And then I think we broke up for some reason. And then just. Such such as. You know. And then we both like we broke our lease, went home, and then we got back together. Because I just think we hated it there. It was horrible. We were like away from all our friends. And... Yeah. Did that help at all with like. Drinking, doing acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely pulled you back because I wasn't at like a flat pile, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I That's probably why I wanted to go back to Ortonville so I could have more fun. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, did you, because you said you dropped out of school and then you went back when you were out there? I, yeah. So during that time, I was like taking classes, dropping classes, taking okay. classes, dropping yeah. classes. So I know that story. Yeah. It was <laughs> stupid. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do shit in high school, so I had to start at the very beginning of, like, one not even 101, probably, like, 95, yeah. or, you know, English, English 1. Yeah. 
fucking assessment test. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're a fourth grader. <laughs> We're going to put you in this Did class. you ever learn to read? No, <laughs> Barely. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic. <laughs> it's more and more common. Right. Um, so, I mean, what what's next? When do you get pregnant? Um, so we moved back home and then I, so I, we moved back too because I, started working back at the Coney again. I worked at Young's Coney forever. Okay. That's right, Nortonville. Yeah, yeah. And that was like a morning gig. So when I worked at the Flop House, or lived at the Flop House, I'd had to be at work at like 5.30 in the morning. So I, I went to work every day. I think one one time I got sent home because I was drunk and hungover. I was so sick. It was so bad. And uh, it was just funny because she was like, get out of here. She's like this crazy Korean lady that would like, kill somebody for you like she was insane <laughs> that place was so clean that's good clean it with a toothbrush like she was hilarious and then so i went back and then like i got pregnant when i was 22 so within that time um, okay. you know and then which is weird because we we're both like living at our parents house so then it was like so that's not i mean that's young but that's not it's like, yeah crazy i'm young. not like yeah my girlfriend yeah. was like pregnant like at 18 so I felt like I waited like four years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 22. You guys are back in Ortonville. We're back in Ortonville. We're both living at our parents' house. So then we're like, well, I guess we have to find somewhere to live together. <laughs> Again. What, so what? What are the like? Walk me through that because uh, you find out you're pregnant, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, what's going through your head at that point? I'm like, fuck. Well, actually, <laughs> I was kind of excited. I was excited because we thought we had like a scare, and then we weren't, and we were both like, oh. So I don't know if we got pregnant on purpose or we just like we had already yeah like we had already accepted that we were pregnant and then we weren't pregnant okay and then like what happened was what happened was <laughs> we went out for my birthday weekend on Friday and like Monday I'm like fucking still hungover and I never get hungover I'm like especially at that age <laughs> yeah I, well I'm like Irish Polish I have a constitution of a mule when it comes to that and I'm like oh and like before that I kept going like. We'd meet at the bowl. Remember, we used to bowl. Everybody would go bowling. And I'd be sitting at like, I'd be like, oh, I quit smoking. I just don't, it's, I'm over it. Like, I was so proud of myself. Like, I'm so mature. Like, no, you made you sick. You're, you're pregnant, asshole. But I was so, I, I thought I was so cool. Like, I don't need that anymore in my life. And then we'd sit there and they'd be like, what do you want to drink? And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't, everybody would have like a, and I just couldn't like. Stomach anything. Yeah, nothing yeah. sounded good. I'm like, wow, I'm so lame. Oh, no, you're pregnant. <laughs> What did the, what equated to a scare beforehand? I just, I think I was like late or I thought I was, I'm not okay. good so at like. So you like the false positive or something? No, no, I just am like, don't ever pay attention to anything. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when was my last period? Was yeah. it a month ago? Was I'll it tell two you what, months ago? I am not a woman, but I've known a lot of women and those things do not seem consistent. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. And especially for the ones that pay attention. Yeah. Thank God I don't pay attention. You know how many times I'd be scared, probably? <laughs> yeah, my wife's got apps and shit. And oh, God, no. And it's still never accurate. No, no, I don't. I'm like, I act like it's a fucking surprise every time. I'm like, oh, what, what's Oh, happening? my God, <laughs> it's, it's already? What happened? Oh, I'm I guess that makes sense. Is... Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why I want to murder somebody. <laughs> ah, so I'm, I'm connecting dots. I call it clarity. You know, some people, we used to call it contasaurus in the house. Oh, yeah. That's a good it's, one, it's right? A scary the kids, dinosaur. Yeah, the kids are like, you better have she's gonna come and swoop you up don't make eye contact stay low contasaurus is out That's like really don't even funny. give a look <laughs> she's gonna get you she's gonna get you she's gonna get you and they're like it's your period and i'm like no it's clarity because this shit should bother me every day i just let it go and now i'm yeah. not <laughs> i've learned a long time ago to never say are you on yeah, are you, like, are you, did you start what kind of fucking moron <laughs> says that to between that and like calm down oh, oh god yeah, yeah. don't ever tell me to calm down these are down. lessons you have to yeah. learn early oh god it took ryan a whole minute <laughs> we were young though <laughs> that's really funny uh so yeah I, you guys find out yeah we find out we're like okay we had to tell our parents so that was fun yeah i was i think i wrote a letter because i just kept sitting in the kitchen like oh. i just wouldn't come out yeah. so i just like wrote it down and just handed it to him <laughs> such a pussy I'm like here and my dad kept going no no and i'm like yep yep <laughs> he was like yep. i'm over it <laughs> yeah he's like no you're too young i'm like well it's too late yeah <laughs> it's here <laughs> it's coming and how far apart are your daughter and your son uh four years okay so a little 
little too far. They fought a lot. Like they didn't. I feel like they grew up in kind of separate yeah. childhoods. Well, let's. Uh, I'm curious for my own benefit. I mean, let's, <laughs> you, when do you start working at the union? I did that in '99. Okay. So right before I got pregnant with Piper okay. or Spencer. One of them. Spencer, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I think I worked there like only like three months, and then I was pregnant. Okay. So and you I, were so were you living in Grand Blank and then driving down to work there? Um. Well, at first I lived at my parents' house, so I was in Ortonville, uh-huh. and I got the job because my two good friends worked there, okay. um, Jenny and Lisa sisters. Which is funny because when me and Ryan got married, they were working at the union, and Sharon Catello married us down in Depot Park. Oh, that's nice. And it was Spencer was like six. It was February. It was cold. I was trying to plan a wedding. I never want, I didn't care about any of that. Yeah. And then it was like all the parents were like, you guys need to get married. You have a kid. You need okay. to get married. You know, all so that pressure. So this happens after the first kid is born. Yeah. Okay. So he's, yeah, we were out of wedlock. <laughs> <laughs> was that a thing with either family? Like, they didn't. You said all that pressure. Like, who did that come I, from? They didn't really, yeah, the parents were, they wanted us married. Okay. Definitely. You know, in the eyes of God. Apparently, he's watching, I guess. He knows, buddy. He knows. I know. And uh, so, yeah, I tried to plan a wedding, but, like, Ryan's family was more, like, came for more money. My family weddings were all, like, like uh, Lions Clubs and Legions, you know, halls. Yeah. And so there was not a happy medium. So I was like, let's just fucking get married. Yeah. So we had some friends meet us, and we couldn't invite our parents because he didn't want to invite his parents because they were divorced. And we have an annual skating sledding party with the family okay. at my parents' house. We live on a giant hill. Yeah. And so that party was actually on that Saturday, which I didn't plan it that way. But then it was like, sweet, mom's going to be too busy. Because I spent the night. I, that was like the one thing I did. I go, well, I'm going to go spend the night at my mom's house the yeah. night before. And my mom and dad were like, I go, you guys can crash it. I'm just technically not allowed to invite you. And they're like, no, 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 no. Whatever. So That's then I. That's gonna be an awkward conversation. It was a little bit, but I was just like, "You can come. Like you do. Like I want you there. Like this yeah. is what it is. But like I can't believe. Like whatever. Come. Yeah. Like technically, I'm not inviting you, but you don't care. You, mom, you do whatever you want, anyways. Yeah. So what's stopping you? You know. Besides, you're having a giant party that day. So we go get married at the park. Sharon kept going. Do you want to come do it in the church? Because she lives in that church on Buffalo. Yeah. I'm like, no. I go, the only thing I care, I always said it would be outside. I thought it'd be a beach, but whatever. She's like, I've never married anybody in earmuffs. <laughs> so my two friends were working lunch at the union, and I told them I'm getting married. Nobody believed me. I think because <laughs> like, it was literally like two days before. We're like, yeah. let's just do it. And I called them. It was noon. I go, so I'm get, I'm down here. I'm going to get married. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? So in my wedding picture, they're standing there freezing. They got their H- their waitress aprons on. They ran down, left the restaurant, and ran back up. <laughs> it's a little wedding uh, in February. Shotgun, Shotgun and, wedding in yeah. February. And then we had like three fucking parties to go to that day. We had two kid birthday parties that day to go to. And then my mom's party, which when we got to my mom's party, my mother had rice ready to go and pelted us like like you said awkward conversation oh she got it out like ryan was like the baby watch out for the baby and she was just like congratulations (laughs) yeah i'm curious with given his background uh versus your background like was there did that create friction between like in-laws and no no not really okay no but it was just different yeah 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 they were just different (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're that's they're a, good friends now so that's good that is a that is a crazy day it was a day it was a day <laughs> and and all while like just having a kid six months earlier and having that six month old with right. you. <laughs> just running around yeah making our rounds just, you know <laughs> another day <laughs> yeah yeah um so you guys are married we're married you, you, you start working at the union you have piper I have Spencer and then Piper's in 04. Yeah. Okay. So. What's, what's life like between those two? Um. And what, I mean, what, what's the, where are you at when you have Piper or find out you're going to have Piper? <laughs> we actually tried for Piper, which is kind of super fun trying to have a kid. Yeah. The first one you're like, oh shit. Just a lot of sex. A lot of sex. <laughs> we're just sitting there like, you know, watching TV like, hey, I mean, we could have sex. Okay. Let's have sex. Like that. Could, this could be the time. I mean, right. Well, well what are you doing? Well, might as well try. Like, yeah. you know, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw condoms out the window, people. Oh yeah. 
Definitely. That's and funny. then, yeah, I'm just working at the union. Me and Spence were buddies. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't like having a little sister. It ruined his life. <laughs> I feel like that's always, I mean, it's coming from the youngest of two brothers, but I feel like that's always a good thing for a, a guy to have a little sister. Have a little sister. Like... Oh, he was. Hey guys, I know Sober October is technically over, but there is plenty of really great reasons to continue to drink those delicious non-alcoholic craft beers. And one of those is included is Bravis Brewing Oktoberfest, uh, right on the heels of their seasonal release of peanut butter stout and their barrel aged maple stout, all non-alcoholic, all delicious. You got to check them out and you can save 10% on your first order by using code FRIENDREQUEST at checkout. So head over to bravis.com and use code FRIENDREQUEST at checkout to save 10%. Screw you, Sober October. We're here for Sober November. It works, right? All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I feel like you learned how to respect women maybe oh, earlier. Oh, God, he was horrible to her. He's <laughs> such an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't wait for him to be old enough to watch her. Like, just to, like, run to the gas station, just yeah, to run yeah. up to the store. Little errands. So, yeah. So, finally, he was, like, between 10 and 12. So, she was probably, like, 7 or 8. Oh. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to run to the store. I'll be right back. Like, literally 20 minutes. You got this. He's like, yep. I'm like, all right. Like, just don't light anything on fire. Like, just don't do anything but play your video games that you've been doing for 10 hours already. Like, yeah. cool. Keep the course. I get home. Oh, my God. She's hysterical. He's laughing his ass off. There's fucking ketchup everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what happened? She, I can't, I can't even understand her. She's unconsolable. Yeah. And he's crying. He's laughing so hard. He's like, I pretend to kill myself. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> She said he walked in, she he pretended to slice his wrist and squirt ketchup everywhere and she literally lost her mind. He said she started screaming, this can't be happening, this can't be happening and then just stood there and banged her head against the wall. And he's laughing so hard. He thought it was like, he could not imagine such a good reaction. After that, she would not stay with him for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, you Understandably. fucking ruined it for me, you fucking asshole. I was so mad. Oh, man. Oh, I was so mad. I, there's probably still ketchup somewhere on the ceiling in that house. Like, what a jerk. Yeah, he tortured her. He was like my brother, Kevin. Like he. I was going to say, did you see a lot of oh, you and your brother yeah. in that relationship? Yeah, yeah. And he would like <laughs> feed her ghost peppers and like... That poor girl, like, she is a strong-ass woman right now, and it's because those boys tried to take advantage of her, and she learned to say, fuck you, fuck off, at an early yeah. age. Yeah. They'd be watching TV. They'd be like, Piper. And she'd come in, they're like, will you get us water? What do you do? I'm like, oh, my, because I'd leave and go to work, and I left her with these two heathens. <laughs> Nobody fucks with her now, though. Don't worry. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's All uh... the trauma's working out. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm just like going through all the shit with me and my brother. Growing up. Like, I'm like, yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, because at some, at some age, you're just like, we should probably try to kill each other. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's... I literally tried to blow my brother up with a grill. Oh, yeah. I threw it. He a... lost all the hair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I can't get it. Left the gas on, had it shut. Yeah. He opens it, lights it. Foom, the house almost caught him. <laughs> yeah, the worst I did was, uh, well, I think I broke my brother's thumb when we were fighting once but i we had like this iron like an old like 1800s iron you know like oh that would probably that you would just like leave in the fireplace <laughs> um we had one just like for decoration but that thing weighed so much oh my and god i just chucked it at him <laughs> oh my and it god. like hit the wall next to his head and like stuck in i was like <laughs> almost that so, could have yeah, been I'll, bad yeah my brother and that's when i went to prison (laughs) i accidentally killed my brother yeah my brother i remember walking through the kitchen and he was outside took the screen off the kitchen window and just started lighting it up with paintballs in the house lighting it all up and it was like drywall because my parents house has been under construction since 1987 it's still under construction they finally got kitchen floors oh wow since 87 big steps big step and so my uncle's house was like for was 20 like, years so we had gone to colorado for world youth day with all the maniachis and everybody and 
my remember the computer paper that was like the banner? Oh yeah, yeah. So they made we made a big sign like "Welcome Home" to cover up the oh, paintball, paint. and that <laughs> sign stayed there for like a year or two. My dad had no idea oh, about so the paintball funny. incident because my mom, my mom was really good at protecting us. They finally take it down. And go, yeah. What what the fuck? Is yeah, this? and it was like, well, it's two years ago. You can't. How mad can you be now? You know. That's so funny. <laughs> We're so much older. Don't mature. you love how you you try to put this buffer in there like that? Like you'll be hanging out with your parents as an adult and be like, hey, I never told you this, but oh blah, my god, blah, blah. my mom like, gets so the mad. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or my tattoo. I, tattoo I, without telling your parents? Oh, well, my mom, they knew I was going to, as soon as I turned 18, my mom's like, I know you're going to get one no matter what I say. Just don't get it where you can see it. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Like my, my neck? Yeah. <laughs> right on my arm. Yeah, Let me get a deal. Grateful Dead, steal your face right there. <laughs> and she found it like within a week. Oh, yeah. You know, and she was pissed. That's so funny. Oh, I just said, you know, I hid it from my dad for two, three years. It was like right before I got pregnant, I think he, I finally showed like on Father's Day I was drunk. I'm like uh, now I'm I'm now I'm like I feel guilty. Happy Father's Day. I felt like I was to the point where I just felt bad, and then it was yeah. such a long lie. Like That's I was. Be, uh, a lot of effort to constantly cover oh, your arm every time you see your dad. You live on a years. lake. Like what do you? Every time my dad would come down the lake, I'd put like you know yeah, we wore our clothes so big back then you yeah, know yeah. so every t-shirt was like a men's double yeah. x so what i put my i put it i know well look at me it's still look uh, <laughs> i'd put it i'd get out of the water i put my big shirt on i'd be like all right somebody push me in and make like he even paid attention he wouldn't yeah. think twice if i was swimming in anything you know yeah, yeah. and then i just got drunk on father's day and was like yep i did it i'm so sorry and he's like i think he put me in a headlock that's fine <laughs> So, looking back, <laughs> um, I mean, you you approach all of this with with such like it, it seems like I don't know nostalgia, good hearted like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, nature when you look back at it. I'm wondering, like, were there any adversities and struggles during that time that you like look back on and you're like, oh shit? <laughs> there was some trauma, you know. There was some like sexual abuse. There was, I had like a lot of death early. Okay. I felt like we had a big family and yeah. I was really close to it. Like at one point I had like all my grandparents and two of my great grandmas. Okay. So that was like a thing. I mean, I lived next door to my grandparents. My great grandma lived across the lake and I would take care of her. And then my uncle John was like a huge impact and that was rough for me. He died, I think this summer between, I don't know if it was seventh and eighth grade or eighth going into ninth. Oh, like you know, some of the worst years. Of yeah, any, like any teenage, life. and yeah. like he was like the best, most fun uncle you could ever have. And he died of AIDS, Jeez. and he was gay. And I didn't know any of that until after he died, because yeah, they tried okay. to protect us, you know. And so I, I was, was traumatized. Say, is, that is a, uh, I mean, when we're talking like what mid nineties? Yeah, like early nineties. And like just at the just after the AIDS pandemic. Yeah. Yep. So, and he was like, so my family would always do like a Halloween party at someone's house and they would build a haunted house. This was like one of our favorite, my favorite memories. Like they built one in my house once when I lived in Oxford before we moved to Ortonville. And I didn't even know it was there. I was like blown away and I was scared shitless in my own house. And they built this and I, you know, it's your whole, all your aunts and uncles fucking with you. Yeah. But we're still really freaking scared because <laughs> who's going to fuck you up more? Your aunt and uncles. Like they want <laughs> you to shit your pants. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like always like spearheaded all those. And like on the lake, they do like a 4th of July parade and we decorate the boat. And he'd always make it big and elaborate and work with us kids and go swimming with like he didn't have kids so he was like the fun uncle you know he had energy for us he wanted to hang out with us i just keep thinking so i obviously you can see from everything around us that like (laughs) 90s references is like my wheelhouse right Um, there was so many like hiv commercials after school specials oh yeah magic johnson went on nickelodeon to talk about it with kids like the song philadelphia what (laughs) Or no, the movie Philadelphia. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. So, what are you thinking as a teenager, having like firsthand? But I didn't know well? I was going through that at first. So I found out like after the fact. Yeah. Well, how? how and long then I after was the like, fact? "What the fuck?" Like, and then I was like, 
Super sad. I've actually, my mom just gave me a whole bunch of letters from high school yeah. and bins of stuff. And I, I found a letter that I had wrote him after the fact, after I found out. Kind of like a like a just like therapeutic yeah you know. and i was like i was really upset that he felt like he Is couldn't it? tell us yeah. and that you know we had to be like shielded from it yeah. because i felt like i was old enough and mature enough as a middle schooler yeah. to you know like and i just to me i was really upset about that because i would want him to know how much i loved him and yeah. you know yeah and that's so. God, that that's got to be. I'm, I'm just thinking that time period. I mean, mm -hmm. I look back. I have videos from high school. The you know the terminology, the society at that mm -hmm. time, and you know we've come a long way. We're not anywhere near where we probably should be, but right. it's. I mean, but it's leaps and bounds of yeah. what it was. That's and for it, like, sure. Uh, all these videos I have from high school, people throw around the f word like all the time. All and, the time. And I can't imagine time. being like out in the 90s in ortonville of all fucking places <laughs> well it's funny because like his best friend his roommate mick you know was this little guy he had studs in his ear like i just never even put it together <laughs> no because we didn't get exposed to you yeah. know like maybe if i was like in college i would have known yeah or something but you know we were just young and just never put it together yeah. ever so it's your crazy. uncle dies very tragic. Very tragic. Your grandparents. Yep. They, uh, my great grandmas both passed away, and that was rough. The grandma that lived across the lake, Gertrude. She was. I loved her. Yeah. And I uh, actually, so I used to work at the Coney. So I'd ride my bike yeah. to the Coney, and then on the way home, I'd bring her a cup of soup and a half a sandwich, and I'd sit there and have a spot of tea with her, <laughs> like five sugar cubes in it <laughs> uh -huh. we'd mow her lawn for fifteen dollars we'd bring her cans in every week for a dollar there a dollar back yeah. you know so i was pretty close to her yeah. that yeah that's a <clears throat> that's a rough loss um and you guys sound like you're a really close family too yeah so. yep so uh what did that i mean did that trend continue at all like, <laughs> or i i I'm just thinking, like, as you get older, I mean, your grandparents still around? Like, um, nope, not anymore. I think my grandma died five years ago. Grandma Mike, my mom's mom. Yeah, it seems like it's when like, you have that big family that always is like doing stuff. Together, yeah, so you do your annual thing yeah. in February, like that. Uh, that that always it seems like a consistent thing. You just yep. Well, you know, after the grandparents died, like a lot of traditions end up dying too. You know, like yeah. we always do, like. Christmas Eve with my mom's family. Well, now it's like Christmas Eve is usually just like my, my our family and like my aunt and uncle's family. Maybe a couple other cousins would come when it used to. If grandma was there, then all the brothers and sisters would be there. Yeah, you know, yeah. now everybody's kind of doing their own thing type of. It's not that one person holding it all. Yeah. The matriarch of the family. Yeah, because my mom was yeah. one of seven. My dad was one of 11. Jesus. Yeah. That I, is a big family. It's a big I had like 20-some cousins on each side. Oh, my God. And there was like. And my, are they all, for the most part, like somewhat local? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. My my mom's brother married my dad's sister. My mom, <laughs> yep. My mom's cousin married my dad's sister. And then. My one aunt, which was my mom's best friend, married the one that just moved out of their house, married my dad's brother. So it was a very... That's a very close family. It, when we were, when I was little, it was badass. But then when people started getting divorced and then death and all these, so then the families kind of started to yeah. dissipate. So is it nice it to still have that home base at your parents' house? Yeah. Like, was that weird growing up and like seeing your daughter in the same like rooms and stuff that you grew up in. yeah definitely and like i remember when we first moved back because we lived in grand blank we have grand blank ortonville back to grand blank back to ortonville yeah so we were always had like one foot you know and like i remember like this is my bus stop i drove her down you know to the yeah. bus stop and you know she goes to brandon i went to brandon she's a goalie now she can't beat my record but like i hold the record <laughs> Great. Yeah, so that part's pretty cool. Yeah. I really like it. And Piper is like, when she was little, she was like the biggest fan of Ortonville. Like, she would be like, her heart is there. She's a small town girl. And yeah. she would drive down and she'd be like, I just love our town. I love it. And everybody shows up for football games on Friday night. Like, it's like the biggest party for her. Like, she just loved it. So, 
And in Grand Blank, we didn't really have a lot of friends. Yeah. It's too big. It's Grand Blank. Yeah. You know, like Spencer was like, he went to middle school through Grand Blank. And he's like, I'm not going to high school there. I go, no, we're going to get back to Ortonville. Yeah. And that's when we moved back into my grandparents' house. But we had, to, it was like condemned. We had to like redo everything. Yeah. Because, you know, grandma died. And then I had some aunts that were squatting and not wanting to get out. So they squatted for two years. Plenty and tried. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of stories on that side of the family. Yeah. And then they were, so then it sat empty for two years. And then we had to gut it. Yeah. So. So I want I want to shift a little yeah to like the union and Clarkston and I, I, it's it's funny you've been there twenty two years you said twenty two years yeah it's crazy it's insane <laughs> like I don't I mean I keep going well Piper leaves next year I'm like maybe I'll figure out what I'm gonna do when I grow up <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it's, my it's, goal <laughs> I just feel like you're uh, I mean you're one of these handful of people that are like a staple in that community. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, you know, you just, like I said earlier at the beginning of this, I was like, oh, if you saw his face, you'd know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you probably do see all of those people. Yeah. And I imagine you have dirt on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that would assume I remember shit. So, that's, that's you know. Fair. That's fair. I always say it's a judge-free zone. Like, yeah. The funny thing is, is that, you know, everybody thinks everybody remembers everything you do or we're going to remember. No one gives a shit. No one remembers you. They only care about themselves. You know, it's it's the truth. (laughs) You know, you want to be so upset or like so embarrassed. No one give it 24 hours and their life is going to take over and they don't care about yours. Unless it's real juicy. (laughs) Then it might last a little longer. But in the end, they don't give a shit. So scandals of a small town. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and that's. That's just the funny thing to me is, uh, and I don't want to like talk about the union, but no, we can talk about the union. <laughs> it, it's just funny because that the people that work there and the place itself and like all the union joints mm-hmm. to me represent like, uh, I don't know, like hipster kind of like a little pulse. edgy, yeah. Um, but then the clientele are all like, not all, but like. You get some of the like rich douchebags of Clarkston, <laughs> like a lot of clientele. Sorry, I know there's some people that aren't. Uh, <laughs> there's a nice. I'm not saying mixture. every rich person is a douchebag. There's just... a nice mixture, um, and I, we have a lot of people that move from like West Bloomfield and be like, Clarkston is so much less douchier than like yeah. West Bloomfield. Oh, I find myself but constantly like, from Ortonville to Clarkston. There's a difference. Yeah, like if someone from Ortonville is at the union, I fucking know it. You can just tell. <laughs> Their mannerisms, the way they act, like you yeah. can just tell. Yeah, it's, it's a difference. It's a funny because I, I constantly am defending Clarkston because right. I I didn't grow up with money, even right. though I grew up there. But everybody has a certain. <laughs> I grew up on a lake. I don't have of, money either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone just has an assumption kind of of that town, mm-hmm. and so I'm always like, well, hold on. <laughs> There's a lot of like, has and has nots, and yeah. a lot of in between. Clarkston is a bubble. I love Clarkston. I really do. Like. During all this crazy shit that's happened over the last 22 years, I mean, everybody's all about the pandemic, but remember the recession? Like, that was, I was hit harder during that time than I was this last time. You know, like, Ryan lost his job. We were, like, trying to start our own company. Like, we did, like, pest control and lawn care. We did, like, just try to do stuff because during that time, that was shit. That was, like, real shit. This time, I mean... A lot of people got furloughed, but I, like that last shutdown, there, a couple of us worked just to carry out stuff. Yeah. And Clarkston freaking showed up for us like nobody's business. Like, literally just driving in, throwing money at us. Like, yeah. we appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate you. We love, like, yeah, I don't think I've ever tipped as much in my life as oh I did. Oh my God. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, to the point where you almost start feeling bad, but then they're like, yeah. dude, we used to go out four times a week here. Yeah. You know, like, we're rich. We're not going out. We're not doing anything here. Take our money. Well, that was the you know? crazy thing about, and I, I won't fucking get political about the pandemic or anything, but like when people were like, oh, this, they're, they need to open these doors. And I'm like, well, they're open for carry out. Like you can still go spend money there. Yeah. Come like, on in. You know, yeah. It's very strange to me when people. Yeah. Oh yeah. The whole climate of everything is like <laughs> yeah. so much. But uh, I mean, what is it like? watching that grow it's been crazy you know it's been really fun you know that was just a fucking church bar yeah we were like yeah i remember like almost like being like why are we even open sundays nobody fucking comes 
And now we're like the brunch place, yeah. you know? And remember when we couldn't drink until noon? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, so at like it was prime waiting 11, table time for me. Yeah. 11.58, it was like, line up the Bloody Marys. Everybody just got out of church. They're fucking pissed at their kids. They're irritated. They're tired. Yeah. Game on. <laughs> God says it's okay. Yeah. It's say, noon. It's noon. God it's, is fine with drinking at noon. Yeah. You know, we like to say five o'clock somewhere. God says, gotta be noon. <laughs> he has strict rules. He's, you know, they, <laughs> they come and go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God it left. <laughs> um, yeah. That was, God, that was the worst. It was crazy. Because you'd always get like scheduled kind of early and then you just like, literally have to wait around because no one wanted to come in before that. right it's like why even show then you're up? running your ass off for like 20 minutes trying oh to they, yeah then in. it's like open yeah. the floodgates yeah. it's like cool everybody likes a good ass right right yeah. now absolutely yeah um what what would you say are like some of the biggest lessons you've learned in that environment over two decades oh my god two decades way to make it sound long <laughs> longer oh jeez but then it sounds short if you're like, oh, I'm in my 40s. I've only been alive four decades. Four decades. <laughs> Two of them I've been at the union. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the biggest lessons? I don't know. The people do show up, and that's nice. That's I mean, yeah. I'm very grateful for them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Every Everybody can be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, there's just a... Like I said, I, I did years and years waiting tables at random fucking places. Um, and you just don't see i typically what you see within like the union like you look at like vince you know oh yeah sort of like what bus Dude, boy or something mom spaghetti just, blew yeah. up this week yeah i went down there that week week i went on my first date isn't that funny mm. and so i got a table at the assembly and they're like do you know what's happening down here i'm like no because i don't ever know what's going on <laughs> apparently it was like eminem was there it was a big day down there yeah. i'm like can i still get a table <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Which I felt cool because I knew people there. So I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I want to make sure I didn't get murdered. So everybody had to see what he looked like. <laughs> I'm going to jump back because you just mentioned having your first date. <laughs> How long have you been divorced? Um, It actually was final just this past month. Oh, wow. So that is very so that fresh. Is, that is new. Yes. <laughs> um, He moved out in... January okay end of January I had no idea this was very new yeah it's very very <laughs> very new um you know it's it was like a slow progression through the COVID and everything yeah. you know it's weird what happens when you just sit still for a minute you know I've been a mom for half my life yeah. you know and I put those kids first and that's all I did is just take care of my family take care of this take care of that you know yeah I was like a, a busy bee you have any anxiety about your your daughter's about to fuck yeah leave. like what are yeah you, i was like i'm so gonna, gonna cry i know i'm gonna cry during this interview but well i'm just <laughs> thinking it's, it's probably gonna be about that because i'm like yeah like being alone for the first time since forever the first time ever yeah. i mean i went from like my parents house to ryan yeah and we had a kid right away so it wasn't like you know yeah. we traveled and did you know newlywed things because we didn't well do you have excitement around it too i'm super excited it's super scary i feel like you know i went to i go to this girl and she's just like like my spirit animal right now is a giraffe so i can like look above the trees and see oh, okay. what yeah. yeah yeah so it is very nerve-wracking i'm like i said i was like i went on my first date and i guarantee he probably wouldn't have called it a date but i just wanted to get it over with and say i went on a fucking date yeah. so you know it was fun it was weird. Yeah, I imagine that's like a whole other thing. Oh, dude, but... I totally invited him over for dinner before, and I don't even know him. And then afterwards, everybody was like, you can't have him at your house for dinner first. I was like, what? He's going to assume I made things, but... <laughs> I don't know. I made stroganoff, and it was really good, And I, because I cook a lot. Yeah. And I, I so see then those pictures, I... and I want to eat them. Oh, yeah? Oh, you look at all my food? I'm like, that food person. But Nothing my kids aren't there anymore. I don't got yeah. babies to take pictures of. <laughs> yeah, so I totally invited them for dinner. I sent a text, and then everybody was like, dude, you can't do that. So then I had to, like, do a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to text that, so then I just called them. And I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to call you, because I know, like, calling is dorky now. A lot of rules. I text like a mom. I'm inviting you to my house. You could kill me, but... 
My defense, if you wanted to know where I live, I'm pretty sure you, it would pop up on Google. Yeah. I don't think it's pretty hard easy to, find. to find people. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously. So we went to the assembly. So <laughs> I packed up my food and gave it to my friends that are going through some stuff. So I tried to cook for them during yeah. the week. So somebody yeah. ate it. It didn't, stroganoff did not die in vain, but I know. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, do you text too much? Do you not text enough? Do you this? Are you that? Yeah. It's stupid. What, how old do people have to be? I feel like seven years is a long time. Everyone's like, oh, that's perfect for you. I'm like, uh. Seven-year age difference? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. this kind of seem? I, everyone's like, after yeah. 30 or after 21, it's fine. I go, no, my son's 21. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... It's, that would be awkward. You know, and I have all these rules for myself. Like, you need this, this, and this. And then, like, the opposite will happen. I'm like, why am I trying? I don't even, where am I getting where I think I know what I want? I obviously don't know anything. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that is a difficult spot to be in. Like, online dating? Yeah, I started, well, I got a I fucking profile. Fucking it's, I am the worst. <laughs> First, you fill it out wrong. So you got people messaging you that you're like, oh, wait. You're not old enough. Why are you? <laughs> what? Damn it. And then it's like, why'd you like my picture? Or why'd you like? I literally said like three things on there because I don't yeah. know what to say. So, and then I'm like, oh, they're dumb if they just like yeah. me for that reason. Yeah, Even though that's, you're a woman. I that's think that's pretty I'm, cool. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't even look. I need to just delete it. I don't know. It's so stupid. But then I'm bored, you know, so I want it'd be fun to like flirt and talk to somebody. But yeah, I can't fathom what that looks like now. So Um, I'm excited for my new life, but I'm not excited for that. I am, but I'm not. It's super nerve wracking. Like, like, listen to me, Bamble. Oh, my God. And then I have to tell everybody I didn't die. I made it home. I have to check in with everybody is convinced I'm going to pick out a murderer. I think I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no, that is for sure going to find a murderer. Oh, she's. She's going to die. She's not going to make it through this. <laughs> I just keep telling him. I said, well, you know, you probably could kill me, but you won't get away with it because everybody's keeping tabs on me. <laughs> um, So your son's in the military. Yep. He's in Japan. Oh, wow. I know. He's there um, for two more years. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I want to go see him, but yeah. not this year because Piper's a senior and that's expensive already. I'm already broke. So hopefully in between getting her graduated and off to college, I'll be able to. And does she already have a plan where she's going to go? Oh, she has lots of plans. She wants to fucking go on the other side of the country. I'm like, cool, cool. That's, I'm that's glad that. loans are for buddy. That's okay, Piper. Yeah. I'm like, you don't need, I'm like, just stay in the state for two years and then decide. And then it's my life. And I'm like, your brother left me. Don't leave me. i like, you could go to community college and just stay here and be my roommate. Like we're great roommates already. Yeah. And then she just started crying. You're finding it. And then I started go. crying. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, poor girl. Like I'm just like trying to hold on. Yeah. Spencer, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna kill you. And now I want him back. I'm like, Jesus. Do you like see yourself in her? I do. You know, she reminds me a lot of our sisters. Ryan's sister Lindsay and my sister Colleen. They're yeah. both very academic. She is like as a senior, she's got like the hardest class load where she could have like whatever class she could graduate right now if she wanted yeah. to you know like and i c's get degrees you know yeah. like i did bare bare minimum why have i never heard that rhyme before <laughs> yeah. that's my motto see i learned that d's get degrees. <laughs> <laughs> i would get in trouble if i had a d you couldn't play sports <laughs> oh yeah i had i had to do the bare minimum to at least get to issue. play i was hilarious so <laughs> that was my out um yeah, that's so. That's, so, that's yeah. the future coming up. The future is so bright. I'm gonna have to wear shades. Are you uh, the stuff you're? You don't have anxiety about the stuff you're excited about. Is there anything that you're like? I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna do this. You know, there's a lot of vacations I want to go on and places to see. My ex never flew. Okay. So I can't wait to get on a plane yeah, and go somewhere. Restrictive, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, we drove everywhere, which, you know, a good road trip is fun, but yeah. when you only have so much time, yeah. especially in my industry, you know, I don't work, I don't get paid. You can't drive you up know, to California. <laughs> right? Which my cousin's in California, and I'm, he's like, when you come, and I'm like, 
I got to get Piper through school. Like yeah. everything's like, I just need to sit tight for a minute and yeah. chill out. And, you know, she plays volleyball, travel soccer, student council. Like, and I work only nights now, which is shit. I hate it. Yeah. So my days off are a day because there's a game. So I either make it to the game and then I'm not home any night she's home yeah. or sh I don't go to a game and then I'm home on an off night and that off night she'll probably have plans and not be there anyways and then I'm sitting there watching TV on my couch yeah. with my dog going, I could have been fucking working right now. <laughs> um, last thing I want to ask about, because I'm curious just as a parent, uh, you mentioned you know childhood trauma and that I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> I don't say I'm obsessed, but uh, <laughs> I think a lot about like generational trauma, the stuff mm -hmm. that like our parents pass on to us. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to school for. And I want to like, I'm very intrigued by like breaking the cycle because the stuff that can literally genetically be passed on. It's right. just nuts. Um, how, if you did, how, like, how, how do you think your own trauma affected your kids as you raised them? I... I'm trying to figure that out right now because, <laughs> okay. you know, when you have kids and like shit happens, you're yeah. like, this is going to this is what they're going to go to therapy for. This is, you know, and in the end, it's like they're like, remember that one day when you said this to me? Yeah. And I'm like, no. Well, that <laughs> fucking ruined their life. And yeah. you don't it's it was nothing to you that day, you know, where I'm like focusing on big things, you know, days that I remember that, you know, and they didn't even give a shit about, yeah. you know, so. And like my parents and their traumas, I do see patterns. I do. I am a lot like my mom. I hold a lot in, yeah. and I'm trying to break that because I can see where it's going. You know, so yeah. yeah, she holds it all in. She never. Where I think I cracked a couple years ago, and now I'm just spilling out constantly. That's good. I'm crying <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I can't believe I have not cried. Let it out. I was like, I'm gonna cry. Did you find yourself at times over the years being extra protective of Piper just based on stuff that happened to you when you were younger? Um, a little bit. I'm actually, I was like way harder on Piper. Yeah. You know, because I expect more yeah. out of her because she's stronger and better than that. And the boys, you know, well, you're that's like, like, you're a fucking asshole. If like, I think for a moment about having a daughter, I'm like, oh God. Like, because men, the world, like, they're all terrible. <laughs> and like, I, I've, I don't know, and myself included, like, I don't know if I know people that haven't had some sort of sexual abuse or sexual trauma. Right. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. You know, and like, she is such a feminist. Like, yeah. She's, she's got a tank top that says men don't owe you shit, you know, or women don't owe you shit. Which I imagine something. she gets part of that from you, you know? being harder on her and being like. Right. Uh, like, and I was too, I had so much conviction when I was younger yeah. and now it's like faded <laughs> now you don't give a fuck <laughs> i give zero fucks you know they just start flying away and you're like i don't got room for that in yeah. my bubble that i'm just trying to Values live change in over time. yeah like i want to like my thing is like i'm gonna fix my tattoo i got when i was 18 and every yeah. year i kept going i'm gonna make i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna when i turn 30 when i turn 31 when i turn 35 yeah. when i turn 40 and now i'm like i'm gonna fucking do it i've i've learned recently to stop putting in when I'm this, I'll do this or be this. Yeah, I, no, you got to do it right I, now. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, you got you got a lot ahead of you. I know it's <laughs> it's overwhelming. It definitely is. Well, I hope I hope you find the time and effort and <laughs> allowance <laughs> to to go do stuff. Did I not? Talk about anything you wanted to talk about? I know it's all I, over the place. I mean, I I think I was the one all over the place, and I don't I didn't know what we were going to talk about, so I didn't cry, so that's good. Like I'm still obsessed. I thought with, I got you once. I know but. I almost did. I almost did, but um, all right, I'm gonna take these off. All right, me too. Oh my god. So how is the how's the spaghetti down at? Isn't it crazy? All right, you just listened to my interview with my friend Betty. Uh, you guys, Betty Craft is a staple in the Clarkston community. Seriously, if you've ever eaten at the Union in the last two decades you have seen her i guarantee it um 
She just is a bright presence when you're there. And then, you know, you can sit down with her and she is, is the, the hometown girl who curses like a sailor. I love it. I absolutely loved uh, talking to Betty and I can't wait to, you know, spend more lunches up at the union. I used to go there when I was on the road, I would come home from a, a trip on the road and I would go right to the union for a late lunch and sit up at the bar and, and just, you know, swap stories and, and talk with Betty. And, and I haven't been able to do that because of the pandemic and I'm excited to get back out there and start traveling again. And even sooner than that, I'm excited for my basement to be done and normal normalcy to some degree <laughs> continuing. But either way, I am, I'm excited and I'm excited you're listening and I'm excited you're here. I'm excited for Thanksgiving. You guys, there's just so much happening. And next week I have, uh, I have an insane guest that I don't even know how I got. <laughs> so that's a whole thing. And if you want to find out more, you can head over to patreon.com right now and find out who that guest is next week before anybody else does. If you are a patron, it's only a dollar oh nine a month, guys, a buck oh nine. So head on over to patreon.com slash friend request pod and join up there to find out. You can join patrons like Kara and Michelle and Dustin and so many more. Just head on over there. Get your fill. Not fill P-H-I-L. Fill F-I-L-L. Just to be clear. Okay, I'm rambling, but I love you. I'll talk to you next week for a crazy guest. Thank you so much, Betty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will see you soon. Okay, bye, guys.